Welcome to David's Welcome, everyone. Uh, this is this episode is um, I don't know exactly what this is going to end up turning out to be because um, this, this concept is um, you know it's 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 interesting and it and it actually does make sense especially when you start to observe this uh, what I'm going to be talking about here. Um, <clears throat> please note that none of this, most of this, uh, is not my idea. This comes from a, um, a book called Psychology of Man's Possible Evolution. I'm going to be sharing this book. There's a link. I'm going to be sharing in uh, the description below. And this book goes into many different things. Mainly, though, it goes into the fact that, the, and this is what I'm really going to be going into, not necessarily much of the book itself, but uh, the main sort of idea that I've grasped from the book itself, and that I've observed in myself, uh, and it actually makes a lot more sense in a lot of ways than a lot of ways that people uh, see things and understand things. So, what, so what is this episode going to be about? Well, we're going to be looking at. Let me see if I can unplug these headphones real quick. Pat one loaded with time recorded. Recording one call in five seven. Okay, so we're going to be recording one call in five eight. Shut up. So we're going to be talking about. Uh, a new way of seeing uh, un unconsciousness, right? Because, you know, you, you hear this phrase all the time in, like, some spiritual communities, and Eckhart Tolle's books talk about something called unconsciousness. Um, but the problem with this phrase is it implies that consciousness is a steady thing that exists all the time and is not something that you have to build and sort of, like, work your way up towards. Um, but this view of things is actually inaccurate. Uh, there is no, there is no steady consciousness that exists. Consciousness is actually, um, there is no like steady stream of consciousness that exists below your thoughts. There's no like consciousness that gets taken over by thoughts. What what happens? What actually happens is that the consciousness, the self consciousness that you have had, disappeared. And the thoughts took over, and then what happened afterwards was your consciousness may have, your, your consciousness came back, and then because your consciousness came back, it, it saw this happen and it says, "Oh man, that, I just got taken over by thoughts," but that's not actually what happened. What actually happened was this consciousness itself disappeared, and the thoughts took the, the, and the thoughts uh, ran their normally programmed schedule. Uh, they're, they're normally scheduled program. But even saying that the thoughts have a normally scheduled program uh, implies that there is actually a consciousness that is run running this program itself. Uh, and so 
what I'm going to be talking about is uh, having uh, uh, looking at the idea of unconsciousness in a new way. And instead of calling it unconsciousness, I'm going to be calling it non-consciousness, which means that there was no consciousness there at all. And actually, this is really uh, it's actually really does make sense in the long run because when you when you understand that there you you were non-conscious. You you are you start to realize that this is why thoughts and emotions, for the most part, have the power that they do over you. It's not because you're conscious and the and the thoughts took you over and then you became unconscious. No, what happened was, you were conscious for a couple of seconds or a couple of minutes, and then the thoughts and then you know b- because consciousness can only be maintained for a certain amount of time. <laughs> Eventually, well, unless it's like developed or whatever, uh, you actually lost something that was never yours, that you never actually gained for the most part. I mean, well, no, yes, yeah, because you never gained it, because it was never there at all. Um,. Until something from the outside brought it, brought the idea of you being conscious to your awareness. 1503, one notification. Wednesday, July 2, now, powerful JRE, Joe Rogan experience number 1500, Barbara Freeze, attachment, button. Uh, this is, this is why, um, this is why, uh, there are, there's a, this idea that free will is an illusion, and why it actually can kind of make sense. Now, by the way, I'm not saying that this is going to be this is completely accurate, but it does actually it makes sense, and it actually is something that actually has a valid point to it. And the point is that you you are not conscious when uh, most or all the time. Or, I mean, unless you have uh, observed your thoughts enough to where you can actually become more and more conscious, but. Even 1503, one notification. Oh, Press home messages now. Jessica replied to you. The three amigos. I love their mainstream stuff to a point, but the underground stuff is the best. Four exclamation marks. The video played on open YouTube right away. Yeah, no, that one is a good one, but it's not. I don't know. But uh, back, back. where was I going with this? See what I mean? So unconsciousness took over there because there's non-consciousness took over because something happened that took took the consciousness that was there out of its original stream and it disappeared so basically the the point I'm making is that consciousness has to be maintained it, there has to be effort in order for there to be consciousness um, that's the point the basically I think this the main point I suppose of the book is that you, of the book is that you have to have some kind of effort in order to be conscious, in order to be con- conscious, and I'm not talking about effort as, as in the sense of concentration, um, but in but in, as a sense of like becoming aware of yourself. Um, give me a little experiment here um, to, to show you what I'm talking about. Um, what you do is you you t- set a timer uh, for about two minutes. Or one minute, or whatever, however long you want to set it for. One, no more than two minutes, because that seems to be the limit. Um, so you set the timer for about one or two minutes, and what you do with this timer is, you 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 just keep saying uh, these 
you just pre basically keep saying this in your head over and over again, over again. So I'm going to do this right now. Uh, Alexa, set timer for two minutes. I'm David. Starting now. This is me. This is David. I'm David. I'm right here. This is David. This is me, David. I'm right here. You know, I'm talking to you on this episode. This is me, David. This is David. This is me, David. This is me, David. I'm talking to you. I'm right here. I'm conscious, right? I'm David. My name is David. Uh, this is me, David. I'm David. This is me, David. I'm David. I'm David. I'm David. This is me, David. I'm talking to you. There's a fan blowing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm recording right now. This is me, David. I'm about to take a drink of root beer right now. This is me, David. Um, you know, so you, so you basically do that. Alexa, cancel tam timer. Alexa, cancel timer. So that's basically what you do. Um, and you do that for about a minute or two minutes. You just keep like, there are no time Alexa, stop. So <laughs> I just wanted to show you how to how you could do that with the echo as well, um, but you could you could do that for about two minutes, and you notice how how hard it is to be actually conscious for about two minutes, and how awkward it almost feels too because you're not like you're like sitting there going this is me David, yeah it's obvious I'm right here right but you're. But the trip, the what's actually happened? You know, when people say, if somebody would were to um, go up to you right now and say, "Oh, you're you're not conscious right now. You're not actually like conscious," you would be like, "You're dumb. I'm right here. I'm conscious. I, I'm conscious of myself." Um, but what actually happened when when somebody said that was because that person said this. What actually happened was. For for a couple seconds, because because of what because of what happened in your environment, what somebody said, you actually did become a little bit conscious of yourself. For a couple seconds, and then the consciousness faded again, and then you went back to what you're normally doing, whatever that might have been, and then you fell back to sleep for you know maybe maybe a couple hours or maybe a day or maybe a couple minutes. You know, sometimes, you know, depending on how conscious uh, you are, not really how conscious you are, but how well, um, how much you've observed yourself and, you know, how all these things, you have actually, you, you can actually increase the amounts of times so you can become conscious. Um, so, whenever somebody uses the word unconsciousness, just think of it actually as non-consciousness, because that's really what's happening. Isn't you're you're actually not conscious at all. There is no consciousness there, and what what is actually happening, especially when you know, something say say something happens. Say you're say. Let's give let's give you the usual construction. One notification. The usual construction of. Uh, uh, press home page. Press messages now. Page um, one two adjustable. The usual construction of. Oh, that's my train of thought again. See what I mean? Like you have to be very aware of the fact that you are here. So, so what happens is, so let me give you a usual construction, right? So the idea goes something like this. So a thought takes you over, and then you you lose consciousness for a while, but then you come back from 
consciousness, you know, maybe the thought ends, or whatever it happens, something brings you back to reality in some way, and you wake up a little bit, and you're like, my God, what was I doing? You weren't doing anything at all. It wasn't you at all. Your consciousness disappeared. You were not conscious at all of what was happening. And what actually happened was that because, because you had thoughts happen, you may remember a little bit of, you know, the, the fact that your thoughts started to happen. And so your, your thoughts took you over, and so you, you remember this. And you're like, oh, my God, what, am I, what did I do? What am I doing? I spent here an hour just thinking negative thoughts um, and all this stuff. So instead of thinking of things as unconsciousness, because that, that implies that consciousness is something that is always there, but it's just um, controlled or, or it's just not there because you're – or, or uh, sorry uh, – because un- unconsciousness implies that you are actually conscious, but you're not aware that you're conscious. What if, what if it's actually not that way at all? What if you're actually not conscious at all? And what has actually happened is... Oops, sorry about that. So what has actually happened is that you... Because... Your mind, and because of your programming, believe that that it, that means basically what a belief is is um, being a lie in fact. That's what a belief is. Even if the belief is uh, something that you can actually is it, actually true, but if you don't actually know that this is true. It's still a, bl- a belief being a lie, in fact, because it's a lie, because you you think you know, you pretend to know, because you've been told that this is true, that something is true, that something is false, um, but it's actually being a lie, in fact. Um, so instead of thinking uh, of, of, you know, what happens to you when your thoughts or emotions take you over as unconsciousness, you could think of it as non-consciousness. Where there was no consciousness that was there, um, and I mean, it, it goes against pretty much everything that we've ever been taught or that we ever believe, right? That we are uh, conscious, and that we are always conscious, but we just like forget sometimes or something. Um, so this basically goes against all of this, and this book basically says that we are all machines, basically, um, and and this is. Pretty much true. You know, you have your thoughts that are they're programmed, uh, but even saying that they're programmed makes it sound just after there's there was some point in time where you actually programmed the thoughts, but the thoughts didn't really get programmed in that sort of way. Um, that's uh, something that kind of like just happens based on you know what happened uh, in your environment based on your when I say you're here I don't really mean you as in the conscious you but your um, you know family or society or you know based on surroundings or some, some something that the mind perceived or something that the mind um, has or has been or was aware of at the time and so it brought it up back into awareness again
or not even awareness, but brought it back up into thought again. Um, so instead of think, thinking of things as uh, of you as being unconscious when you t- get taken over by emotions or thoughts or the mind or whatever, just think of it as possibly you are actually non-conscious. And look into this. Look into this with yourself. Are you actually consciously aware when this happens, when this finally happens and you, you actually get controlled by your thoughts? Are you conscious? Are you actually aware that you're conscious? I, I'm, I'm going to bet, and uh, this is based on, you know, experience and based on other things, that the answer is probably no. And so, this right here is why your thoughts take you over when they do. So, anyways, I just wanted to make this uh, episode to point out to you a new sort of understanding that you may not have realized existed. Um, And I'm going to be sharing this link in the description below because it is a very uh, interesting book so far. I'm, I'm almost halfway done with it. Uh, it's not very long. It's a couple, an hour and a... about almost two hours long if you're reading it with text-to-speech with the voice stream reader. Um, you know, unless you have it at, at slower speeds than I do, I guess, but... Uh, it isn't, it isn't like, the longest book in the world, but it's not... You know, it's one, not one of those books that you can just read it and say, oh, yeah, this makes sense, because then you're, you're, you're committing the same... Uh, problem again um, you know the book also talks about the fact that you uh, lie constantly and it's not even about the lies that you are aware that you're committing it's about the lies that you're not even aware that you're committing and I think one of one of the uh, biggest uh, forms of this is actually a belief um, because you believe because it's so strong it's become a, a reality, and so you think you know because of your belief, but it's actually a belief. It's a lie. It's a. It's actually being a lie in fact. Um, I'm sure there's other types of lies that are uh, less known because you don't. You know, because the ones he talks he talks about, he says there, there are lies that. You know, there there are the usual types of lies, right? Where you know you're lying, but there's also the more common types of lies where you don't actually know that you're lying uh, because you think you know. Uh, So the book is interesting. It definitely looks at things differently than, you know, most uh, people in teachings. Um, So it does make me, because it it does, I, I did observe you know, myself after reading a lot of this, and I was looking at this, and I was like, yeah, you know, this actually makes sense. It actually looks like it's actually true, you know. It makes things um, more, actually it puts things in a, 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 a more, I don't want to say accurate perspective, but it puts things in a, a, a almost the perspective that makes more sense than the usual ideas of unconsciousness that exist. The ideas of consciousness being this, like, steady thing that never disappears and that you are actually also always conscious or whatever uh, or mostly conscious you know you can say that you're dream- when you're dreaming in deep sleep you're not conscious um, 
But anyways, I just wanted to say that and I'll end it here.